0: If everyone could please settle down, NR92's The Feed is about to start.
1: Hi, I'm Damon Gray for The Feed on NR92. This week, we explored hobbies that people in the community have, and what some of them do with those hobbies. Some have even turned to taking their hobby and turning it into a stream of income. With spring in full effect, many people may want to start a new hobby or continue where they left off. Bethel had a chance to talk to Danielle Bernard, a third-semester television student at Nate, who also takes part in creating art as a hobby. Hobbies.
2: Everybody has them. Whether it's something you're just taking up now or a craft you've been practicing for years, a hobby can be seen as an extension of yourself. In some cases, a hobby or skill can be passed down via family members. Danielle Bernard shares how she got interested in art and the ties within her family. My grandpa is an acrylic
0: artist, so he's a traditional artist. Mm -hmm. So growing up, I'd always draw and paint with him and he kind of got me into it. And his father was a painter too,
2: Bernard also shared some of her art inspirations, including the critically acclaimed animated show Arcane, as well as another fellow artist.
0: There's actually an artist that I met at like the Edmonton Comic Expo a few years ago. Her name is Camille Derrico. She does like uh, surrealist manga inspired stuff with like a lot of colors and it looks all melty and trippy. <laughs> it's fun.
2: Additionally, Bernard sheds some light on other styles of art that she's experimented with, including using acrylic paints and the difficulty that follows.
0: I used to. I'm not very good at acrylics, so I don't usually use them anymore. But um, I can appreciate the use of them because they're kind of they're they're difficult.
2: Bernard also offered some useful advice for beginner artists and says that sites like Pinterest can help inspire those who are just starting out.
0: Uh, I've got like probably five Pinterest boards dedicated to like different art things. Like I've got ones like portraits that I like, if I like the composition or if you like the lighting or stuff like that, you can basically just like, it's a cool place to just organize all of that stuff and see what inspires you.
2: There are many other ways to improve your art, whether that be staying in touch with the community, following fellow artists on social media, or just simply practicing whenever you can. Madonna said it best, just express yourself. And hobbies like art are the perfect way to do just that. I'm Bethel Alamu with the feed on NR92.
1: The important thing about hobbies is the wide range of facets for the activities. In fact, a hobby is only something you enjoy doing. Cannon went down south last weekend with his friend Bobby Sugai uh, to get an early start to the golf season. Cannon sits down with Bobby during and after golf to talk about their golfing hobbies.
3: Golfing is a seasonal hobby, which unfortunately means it's almost entirely dependent on the weather. With snow still on the ground in Edmonton, I head back south and go golfing with the boys for the start of the season. Bobby Sugai, part of the regular golfing posse, tells me what he likes about golf.
4: I like the community and just the sport itself. You really get to get outside and challenge yourself, play a new game. You can either do it with friends or family or even on your own. And it's just a good game to, uh, you know, it's just a good place to be.
3: A hobby like golf takes a bit to get into full swing. Bobby tells us about his thoughts about going into the first game of the season.
4: Uh, you know, I'm a little shaky, but uh, I'm here with the fellas, so I'm pretty confident that we'll all get through. Um, i been working on the game a little, working on the stroke in the off season. So, but uh, you know, heads held high, gonna get out there and give it a full swing and uh, we'll let
3: you know after. Bobby says that with restrictions of COVID, a hobby like golf is great for a social activity and to get active.
4: Uh, I had a great day, you know, it was good to get outside and uh, be with the boys, get in the sunshine, get the sun on your face and be active, you know, with the COVID going on and everything, it's just uh, it's great to be social.
3: They say you never know what you have until it's gone, and for Albertans, golf definitely fits into that category. With quickly changing weather, it's important to seize the opportunity to enjoy your hobbies.
1: With hobbies taking up more money and more time in an already busy world, it makes sense to find hobbies you can make an income from. Jessica Mandair sat down with Yuvraj Basi, a business student at the U of A, who turned his hobbies into a stream of income.
5: Hobbies shape who we are and the people we meet. Hobbies also have a big effect on the amount of money we are left with in our wallets after a paycheck. Certain hobbies can also increase the amount of money you have. I sat down with Yuvraj Basi to see just how he does this.
6: So the first hobby I have
1: is being into cars and motorcycles. That entails buying and selling cars and motorcycles and working on them. And the second hobby I have is uh, playing the drum. I play the Punjabi
5: drum is called a tol at weddings and uh, with dance as well. He also spoke about what hobbies have taken him further in life. So the hobby that has taken
1: me the farthest and has done the most for me is playing the tol at weddings. It's allowed me to network throughout different areas in Canada and it's also allowed me to make pretty much a full-time income.
5: He touched on the expenses of his hobbies also.
1: The most expensive hobby I have would have to be being into cars and motorcycles. This is because of the high cost of entering the hobby, such as buying a car or motorcycle, as well as the cost of parts, labor, different insurance, registration, gas and stuff. So it all adds up pretty quickly.
5: No matter what those hobbies may be, pursue them to your best abilities. You don't know where they'll take you. I'm just at Mandir with the feed on NR92.
1: When the pandemic started, a lot of people turned to new hobbies to help with boredom. And some people turned their new hobbies into a way to make extra money. NR92's Kale Bellwood has more.
6: Hobbies are something that one day you just start and then quickly grow to love. When the world was shut down due to COVID-19, a wave of boredom quickly followed. I sat down with my mom, Christina Bellwood, an office manager from a small town called Fox Creek to talk about a new hobby of jewelry making she picked up to help her cure that COVID boredom and what she specifically liked about it.
7: It's relaxing. I get to be creative. I get to see people enjoy what I'm making.
6: Bellwood mentioned she makes lots of different kinds of jewelry like bracelets, rings, and necklaces. And she even had a lot of people stop and comment on jewelry she's made, as well as ask if she could make stuff like that for them. She talked about how that and one other reason pushed her into making this a side business.
7: When you start making, you end up with all of this stuff you have to do something with. So I figured why not go into craft shows and now we're going to have a little store here in our town that will take on my product.
6: When asked more about where she hopes to sell her jewelry, she talked about craft shows in and out of her small town as well as doing business with a new store opening near her.
7: Where we live, there's a spring and a winter craft show every year. There's some in Whitecourt that I wanna do. Don't know if I'll get any farther out than that. And then there is the option now that I can join in this little craft store where she will have different vendors, everyone's stuff will be displayed. She will sell it all for us, and then I make money that way.
6: Bellwood said that out of everything she makes, she likes the creativity that comes from designing rings the most.
7: Necklaces are pretty basic, bracelets are pretty basic, but rings are tricky, but I really enjoyed making them.
6: I'm Kayla Bellwood for The Feed on NR92.
1: Bypassing the time can be done in all different kinds of ways most choosing to do so with activities and hobbies that they love to do. Different hobbies suit different people, and Russell had the chance to talk to Jan Serrano about the hobbies he
4: enjoys. As we grow up, we participate in all kinds of different activities that we either don't pay mind to after we first try, or become a hobby that we love for the majority of our lives. Jan Serrano, a Nate student currently studying computer services and support, shares the hobbies he partakes in
5: and enjoys. My favorite hobbies include watching television, going to the theaters to watch a new movie, but uh, definitely my favorite would be playing video games. The reason why I like video games so much, after a long days of work or studying from school, I find it's a really good way to uh, unwind. It's kind of a way to escape reality in a sense, so I can get myself lost in the the fantasy world or whatever setting that I put myself in.
4: With video games becoming such a big part of Serrano's life, Serrano also describes what initially got him into the hobby of video games.
5: I remember coming home from school one day, and then my cousin, uh, while I was in the Philippines, came home with a PlayStation 1. Um, he ended up getting this game called Tekken, which is a fighting game. And what got me really into it is the competitive nature of it. All our cousins and friends from the neighborhood just come over after school, and we all take turns just battling it out, see who's the best player. I think that's what kind of got me started, just the whole competitive aspect of it.
4: Even with his love for video games, Sharano shares another possible hobby that he wishes to take up sometime down the line.
5: For me, the hobby that I want to pick up, although maybe unattainable, because it's very expensive, is I want to be able to fly planes. Um, Ever since I was a kid, again, I've always had this infatuation with just being free, flying in the air. I just thought uh, it looks so cool and for sure it definitely probably feels exhilarating. Um, If I have the money and the means, that's definitely gonna be the hobby I'm gonna pick up.
4: I'm Russell Vicenta for The Feed on NR92.
1: Hobbies can be very personal to an individual, pouring hours of their lives into it and even becoming a member of a community. Some hobbies are bigger than others, but no other hobby game has exploded in the last decade like D&D or Dungeons and Dragons. Buffalo J talks with avid enjoyers of the hobby and what makes it so
8: special for them. Hey, it's the Buffalo here for the feed. Now, when it comes to hobbies, I have a massive love for tabletop RPG games, especially Dungeons and Dragons, a game about role playing a character, rolling fancy dice with your friends and having an amazing time. But there's more to it than that. I asked a couple members of the D&D community what their favorite part of the hobby is, and one talked about the unique perspective that you can get on people that's hard to find anywhere else. You get a real interesting chance to
9: not just only see the very creative sides of people but you also get to see like an emotive kind of perspective
8: that you get on people that you normally don't get. He went on to talk about his admiration for people's abilities to make interesting dynamic characters and the universal agreement that everyone playing is there to have
9: fun. It's wonderful meeting all of these brilliantly creative individuals who've all Come up with these wonderful characters and play them to the best of their ability and it's also really lovely to see it contrasting against the characters that are just there to have a good time because at the end of the day everybody's just here to have
8: fun if there's one thing about D that's amazing it's the stories that get shared from table to table through the community my personal favorite thing
9: to ever come out of Uh, the D&D community, is listening to all the like improbable, crazy, wild stories that come out of like the little home games with people who have never played before or just really brilliantly creative people of how they get themselves into these just
8: absolutely wild scenarios. And speaking of the D&D community, it's one of the most inclusive and welcoming places around.
10: The D&D community is uh, very accepting of like all walks of life. Uh, 99% of the people I play with are good people who are very accepting of
8: you. In a lot of spaces, it can be difficult to express certain things like gender identity without feeling pressure from others. Uh, but through role-playing in D&D, it, it becomes much easier.
10: Like with gender identity especially, uh, I hear and I read a lot about uh, how people are able to play and kind of experience things like that, where maybe maybe normally they wouldn't have, you know, in another medium.
8: <laughs> but hey, at the end of the day, after all is said and done, the most important thing with D&D is the memories and those chaotic moments that come when you all get together to enjoy a game.
10: Just, just kind of the general... Chaos that can happen when a bunch of people just get together and try to solve some problems. It's really funny sometimes. Uh, some of the things we end up doing, and uh, though those are the things that you know you remember, and those things that you can't uh, can't really replicate in other mediums.
8: I hope you enjoyed my little tidbits on the D and D community. Hopefully, you'll check it out for yourself. This has been the Buffalo for the feed.
1: Thanks for joining me on this week's feed. Stay tuned for one more feed this semester. The last one we have will air on April 15th, and it should be the best one we've had yet.
2: This is so good! Bring it back out!
1: Thank you, thank you for listening to this edition of The Feed. Hear it again on NR92 Sunday night at 7.30, or find it on NR92 SoundCloud.